Hello and welcome to our podcast. This is the Midwest Bootcast. Joining us today is myself. My name is Kayla Wellnitz. I have some experience both ghost hunting. I currently run a Facebook page called SD Ghost Hunting and Stories. So you might have seen me a little bit on there. I'm going to pass it on to my good friend Mariah here. Hello, my name is Mariah Tejan. I am uh, best friends with these people. Currently in school for music therapy. So yes, super fun. I have several experience. Kayla and I have been friends forever and we love talking about spooky things that we have experienced. So looking forward to discussing it and sharing it with you all. Alex, your turn. Well, you did half of my name already for me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Alex Stengel. I'm more of a skeptic, you'd say. I studied history in college, so I'm seeing it from that perspective a little bit more. I find it interesting. and I. We'll be helping with uh, doing some research uh, for looking up information here. That's about all I have. All right. Uh, I'm Johnny McDonough. I've always been pretty interested in uh, kind of, you know, the things you can't explain, kind of what goes bump. Honestly, you know, I'm, I'm here to just kind of uh, explore and see if we can find out a little bit more about the area. Pass it back to Taylor here. So I actually appreciate everyone's talking about their college degrees. I forgot to share mine. So I'm currently in my master's for marriage and family therapy, and I'm going to school for psychiatry. So when we think about the medical realm, we don't associate uh, the paranormal with the medical realm. But I think that oftentimes paranormal and science can go hand in hand if given the right technology. So going to kind of share today why we decided to start this podcast. For those that are on the Facebook page, it, it blew up really fast, and I was kind of surprised how quickly this did blow up. And I did some research and found that there's very limited groups, very limited ghost hunters, very limited everything here in the Midwest, especially here in South Dakota, because we're one of the least populated states. But we also have some of the richest history here with it when it comes to a lot of our indigenous groups here. So, and of course, with each of them having their own history, it adds to what our history is here and now with the current ghost hunting or I should say more of the hauntings we have going on and different scary things going on here in our state and of course too here in the Midwest. So when I kind of look further into this, I thought it'd be important to start a podcast for people to be able to hear and learn about different things here in the Midwest, but also the world too. I, Alex really talked and I'm going to let Alex kind of discuss a little bit more on this we're also looking up, looking at the history of the world, too, because being in the Midwest, a lot of us don't leave the Midwest. So I think it's important that we educate ourselves. Alex, I want you to share a little bit. Since you are a history major, I want you to tell why you think it's important we understand history. Right. So, uh, yeah, when I was in college, uh, one of the first courses I took, um, the teacher asked the question, should we study mythology and history? Um, and we all resoundingly said yes, even though if the stories that were told and believed didn't actually happen, it still influenced the way that people acted and thought, like laws were made um, because of certain stories uh, all over the world. It's the question of even if something isn't real, uh, we still give it the credence that it is real because it actually affected uh, events that happened. No, that's a wonderful point because uh, we often go by the notion history repeats itself. And living in the Midwest, a lot of our places that are renowned for being haunted are 
similar to other locations around the world, you run into different asylums, catacombs, different things that, you know, are here in the Midwest that are also in Europe too. And of course, we look at their histories and we see that there's a lot of similarities. So in order to understand the Midwest, we have to understand the world. Because being in the Midwest, we, I mean, I look at my own heritage, being Russian, Polish, Norwegian, Swedish, German, my ties tie way back. I mean, looking at you guys, what kind of heritage do you guys have? Um, so I am primarily German, like 75% German. I've got a little bit of Dutch in me and a little bit of Czech in me as well. Uh, I'm predominantly uh, German, uh, Irish, and a little bit of Dutch and Scandinavian. Uh, that's yeah, pretty much mine. Mine's centered around the same area. German, Polish, Irish, a little bit of English, pretty mixed around. Not really much more than that. So this brings a rich history to the table of when we look at Midwestern history, we look at the world history because all of us are from so many different areas, geographically speaking. And even with us being predominantly European, we still have a lot of, being in South Dakota, we're taught from a young age uh, Indigenous history too. So we're often brought up, you know, about the different um, mythos, different stories that were brought along. And I think it's important that they be shared because a lot of times people don't understand South Dakota. I mean, I remember growing up and when people find out we're from South Dakota, they'd, people often still think we're in covered wagons here in South they Dakota. They think we ride buffalo to school. Well, I tell people that. So that's <laughs> we have electricity here, friends. Just so you know, we, we do, do have we have electricity. I thought we had outdoor plumbing, like we still have the outhouse, and that's where you know when it comes to South Dakota, you know when people think of the United States, they often think of California, Florida. First, they don't think of South Dakota. We have some rich history to share, and we can't wait to share that with you guys. So hopefully, you all get interested, sit back, enjoy, you know, a good old quality energy drink, maybe coffee if you're me, not coffee. Um, but yeah, we, we're excited to share this journey with you guys. And if you guys have any of your own personal stories that you want to share with us, uh, we'd be happy. We're looking forward to sharing those at the end of our upcoming episodes to maybe three stories each. So check out our Facebook group, Midwest Foodcast, so that way you can see our email and you can send your own story to us. But again, the whole point of this podcast was to share the history of the Midwest and, of course, tie in that European history. and. Yeah, it's, we're, like I've said, like a hundred times now, we're really excited. And although this episode is a little bit shorter than our future upcoming ones, we do plan to do longer ones. So yeah, anyone have any comments that they want to share? I think it's important that, because you mentioned a lot about South Dakota, which is obviously where we're all from, but we will focus on other places in the Midwest as well. We're not just focused on South Dakota. What is fully deemed the Midwest? Because it changes. We don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are going to go around and share some of our own personal stories we have with uh, our little ghosty friends. And I'm going to start. So this story is not, I guess it didn't happen to me personally. I was in the room asleep, so I didn't experience it. But my little cousin did. And I always love this story. We were staying at a historic hotel can I name drop hotels here? Yeah. I'd okay. Know. So we were out in Deadwood and we were staying at the Seth Bullock Hotel, which if you know, is haunted by Mr. Seth Bullock itself and apparently some other people. I had a little cousin. She was about, I think, five at the time. And there was a bunch of us staying in this room. 
And in the middle of the night, she woke up out of like a deep sleep. And there was a woman standing in the corner of the room, just staring at her. And she woke up my grandma who was sleeping in the same bed as her. And um, my grandma's like, what's wrong? You know? And my cousin was like, there's a lady standing there staring at us. And my grandma looks over, there was no lady there. But my cousin still says to this day, there was someone there. She remembers it vividly and she will never stay in that hotel again. But I thought, I have always thought that that was just such an interesting story that at such a young age, she had such a vivid experience. Did you guys smell any of the, there's a lot of recordings that people smell like cigar smoke. Did you guys ever smell that? I didn't. I don't remember smelling it. I don't remember any of the family members I was with saying they smelt it. But we were also supposedly not in one of the like haunted rooms. Like there's certain rooms that they say are haunted, but clearly that room is haunted too. So (laughs) I guess, uh, my experience uh, was at a work on a fa- we have a family business and we're in a about a hundred year old maybe a little older than hundred year old building. Uh, it's had a lot of different uh, companies exist there, and this would have been in the 2013-2014 kind of time period. I was uh, sweeping up one of the uh, machine rooms, and we have this. Uh, it's this about a quarter inch thick bar, and it's maybe about twelve inches long that we use on some of the machines. And it was sitting on top of an auger that was, it wasn't running, but I heard it fall and you heard metal hit concrete. I came around the corner, saw it. Okay, this rolled off. So I picked it up. I put it perpendicular to what it was sitting on. And I took two bigger pieces of machinery and wedged them on either side of it so it would not move. It couldn't roll anywhere. And I turned around, continued sweeping the floor, and maybe 30 seconds later, I turned around, and it was laying on the floor right next to me, and I didn't hear anything. And so once, uh, once I saw that, I didn't have anything I could explain with that. There were no machines running, so there was no other sound going on, so I should have heard the second time, and I didn't. And so my reaction was I walked out of the room, set the broom down, said I'll finish sweeping tomorrow. <laughs> wow. I, 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 have no, I have nothing. I, I don't know how to explain what it was. We joke that the building is haunted. We came up with a horrible name. His name is Davy Jones. You know, so original. <laughs> do you have a locker for him? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we do. Because he at least worked. No. No, he's a freeloader. Uh, How do we know this wasn't a way for you to procrastinate (laughs) sweeping until the next day? I was in high school, so I might have been. But that's that's one of my unexplained stories. Well, hey, I mean, that leads into, you know, the different types of experiences that a lot of people have. Uh, They kind of revolve around seeing things or things being moved when they they really can't. And I've I've had a few small experiences that, you know, they're largely unexplainable, but one that really stuck with me was if you think old three-story building used to be a funeral home. In the very top, there was one of those closets that the doors would open up and they would kind of swing together. But uh, the doors had been boarded up a long time ago. There had been a wall put there. And there was, it was full wood paneling on the wall. And one day, someone walked into the room and they saw this, what they 
you know, clearly saw to be a face in the wood. And it was as if it was twisted around in this large knot in the paneling. So they compared, you know, pictures afterwards and before, and the rest of the board was completely the same, but there was absolutely no markings there whatsoever. It didn't look like anything before that had happened. So how that happened, I don't know. But, Let's see. Creeper, because it's in a funeral. I, yeah, right. So, you know, it, you know, it could be anything. That happened to the one that's here in town. As far as I know, it did not. Oh, it was in a different this town. Was, this was in a different town. Oh, okay. I know there's been some things that have happened in this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. most of us know a family that lived in that funeral home that I'm yep. mentioning and have heard the stories of that family that lived there. Yeah. I want I want to go in there so bad, but. What about you? Do you have any, uh. Have any extra choices, well? Oh, man. One, one, one story. story. <laughs> <laughs> I have tons. I grew right, up right. with a family of believers and had many, many experiences. So I thought I'd pick one that was kind of short and sweet and not not scary because I've had both really good things and both really, really scary things happen with the paranormal. So the one I could think of is my grandma, Rosemary. She's passed away now. Got rest in peace, homie. So my grandparents built their house before I was born, they had wanted Dakota Cash, decided to build a brand new house after farming for years and years. And my grandma, so kind of long story short, my grandma's dad passed away when she was 14. And in this house, many family members experienced his, whether it was him talking, him, his actual being. And the one story I can remember really vividly was my grandma was in her kitchen and uh, across from the kitchen was the computer room. And I was in there playing on the computer and there's a vent that leads down into the basement. And as I'm sitting there typing away, I heard sound like a guy mumbling. And at that time, no, it was just my grandmother and I in the house. My grandfather was out working. My dad was not there. My male cousins weren't there. And I kind of had to stop for a second. My grandma, I turned and looked, was standing right at the doorway and she was tearing up. And I was like, well, what the hell? Why is my grandma tearing up? And it's the, the male voice started speaking again. Clearly, we could not make out what they were saying, but she full on started crying. And she's like, Kayla, that's my dad talking. And I was like, holy, let's keep PG-13. I'm not, holy crap. And ironically, you know, like shortly after that, my grandma ended up passing away. And every time something happened to my grandma at some point in her life, she had cancer. She had many major surgeries. Anytime before or after that happened, someone either seen or heard him. So we often thought, you know, was he watching over her at all times? It, to me, it's just weird that shortly after she passed away. So that's one of my own personal experiences of God rest her soul. God rest his soul, too. I haven't heard any reports of him since she's passed away. Hopefully it all ended peacefully. Yeah, I think it did. And so moving into our uh, next episode that will be airing in uh, at least a few weeks, um, uh, we'll be diving into the Paris catacombs and some of the history behind that and potentially some disappearances and uh, creepy stories that would be happening all throughout the history of the Paris catacombs. Uh, Mariah, would you like to tell everyone about the social medias and where they can follow us? Yeah, so if you'd like to keep updated on when our next postings are going to be, we'll try to keep updated if there's any like spooky things happening. Um, you can catch us on a lot of different socials. Uh, we originally started on Facebook, so you can find us on Facebook at Midwest Spookcast. We are on Twitter as well. Apparently, Midwest Spookcast is too long of a name for Twitter. So we are just Spookcast on Twitter. Um, and then our TikTok is the same as our Facebook, Midwest Spookcast. And we will also be on YouTube at Midwest Spookcast. 
So feel free to check those out. We'll make sure to have links to all of our episodes. Uh, we posted a picture just a little bit ago of our recording session. So we will keep you all up to date. And that's the best place to find us. We also have an email address where you could submit your anonymous stories for us to share at the end of our episodes. Um, and that, I believe, is just Midwest Spookcast at Gmail. Am I correct? Yep. Okay. Yes. So Midwest Spookcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can, there's a link to it on our Facebook page as well. All right. Keep up to date with everything, everybody. We're going to have some more stuff coming out. We're going to take a little time to kind of set up, do the next episode, get everything set and squared away so we have some good content for you. And then we'll look at tying in our next story with some uh, locations in the Midwest. See you next time, ghoul friends.